This is Star. This is Zona. And this is the Star Fluff Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Star Fluff Podcast. I am your one of your hosts, not just your only host, one of your hosts, Star My One, and I have with me Zona Fluff. Yeah, you're definitely a co host. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> I'm a co host. Obviously, I'm a co-host. Yeah, uh, first of all, I do want to start this episode off by showing straight gratitude for the opportunity to even have to express ourselves on a podcast. I mean, yeah, right? I mean, how does somebody get their opinion out in like, you know, before all of this? I guess it was like writing um, a journal or a blog or which we do have our blogs but like paper on paper and then giving it to people that's like like a newspaper or like a magazine or i don't know i just imagine it being like that yeah i mean i mean for i don't want to put myself in this category or you but i mean i'm talking about for like the regular people because like you'd have to know somebody at the newspaper and publish me publish me or maybe you're even paying them oh yeah that part i'm talking about like for everybody like like podcasting is worldwide spread yeah you know what i mean yeah um oh pen palling remember that yeah i do i had a pen pal in elementary school i had one too in elementary school yeah where was your pen pal from um, honestly, uh, I want to say it was like a Northwestern European country. Mm. Yeah, it was like Bulgaria or because I, I did a project in second grade on Bulgaria. It was like Bulgarian clothing and food. And I think it was because I had a pen pal mm. in Bulgaria or... Yeah, that because you know how in the elementary school you have activities going along with like what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, I think because we were working on writing, we had to write letters to our pen pals. My pen pal was from China. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, he was from China. Um, I can't. I'm trying to remember what I even said. I think it was something stupid like you guys had pizza or something. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't even like. Like what time yes. was it? Yeah, I, I wasn't thinking. Wow. Really, and I think it was an assignment that I really didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got, it was like I got excited for a minute, and then I was like, "All right, now we mail it," and now I'm just waiting. And then actually, it was after his response to me where I was like, "Okay, I'm trying way harder than this Chinese dude." Okay. Right, like he's he wasn't trying. His question was worse than like what he wanted to know from me was worse than like you guys have pizza. You know. That's interesting. And we probably had more in common than we thought. Like, neither one of us wanted to do this assignment. It was very clear. Yeah. You know, all the other kids were all excited. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. That's interesting because it makes you think about what the intention is behind, you know, communicating in that that form or, like, publishing your thoughts and what you're... Um, experiencing or sharing that with other people you know in that time frame as children we were directed in the sense that we could connect with other people through this medium and it was kind of like 
what you could say and how much they can see of you was limited. Right. You couldn't really send pictures unless it was like a photograph or a Polaroid. Yeah, and you would have to have that other tool in order to get that to send it to them. But now it's so easy. You just click. But is it really easy though? See, look, and now because that's a good question because now it, it, it is easier. Like you can get online or whatever and talk to somebody from the other side of the world, right? Yeah. You do it right now. But has that tainted our appreciation for people around the world? Like, is it too available? Mm-hmm. Is it so available that it's no longer special? Oh, yeah. Like, you know how overusage of certain things, like, starts to demean the purpose of whatever it is? Yeah, it lessens the value of it. Exactly. Damn, that's deep. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I actually, I was just thinking about this earlier. Now I'm going to get personal. I was just thinking about this earlier, and it's like, I kind of wish I had more friends. Like, I was looking at my relationships with other people and seeing, you know, my relationship with myself first, but trying to see, like, okay, what type of relationships do I have with other people in the world? And, you know, I guess because COVID happened and there was a whole, some would say, a pandemic. Okay, some would say a pandemic. And we kind of weren't. And we weren't, like, um, encouraged to connect with each other physically. So now that that has been separated from us... We're actually encouraged the opposite of that. Exactly. So I, I was looking at that, and I was like, I kind of just want to be around other people. Like, I kind of want other people around, you know? And I also have a Libra moon. So we did, we did say earlier, we're going to talk about astrology. A little bit. But my, you know, that Libra moon, that balance, that duality that I always... I feel sometimes I feel like I have to be around other people and that will help me deal with some of the things that I'm dealing with a little better or it'll help me like make better decisions or whatever but <clears throat> yeah how how do you feel about like would well, you want to be around other people and see this is where <laughs> this is where things are a little bit different I think for me because I was always around a bunch of people and then it's like I had an awakening and then realized, like, I started evaluating what, who these people are to me and what value do they have in my life. If, you know, this and this and that. What am I doing with all these people? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I lost a lot of them because of it. And it wasn't that True. they were doing anything wrong. We just went completely different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, they were still doing the same thing. I just, I realized that I was in a complete 3D experience when I was with all these people. Mm-hmm. That nothing... Um, of value was getting done nothing of you know progression was happening it was kind of what we talked about off air is um a lot of self-sabotage was just going on oh yeah you know and it was like i and i do wish that i spent a lot of my you know obviously a lot of my time younger to further what i wanted to do in life instead of just playing around with friends all the time oh i feel you yeah, so I I do feel you on that. There was a time in my life as well where I was around a whole lot of people. But I also think it's important that having people around physically, it helps kind of lessen the weight of things that you do in day-to-day in the 3D, like in the 3D, you know? So maybe maybe it isn't physical. It's, it's us connecting with other people in general, like whether it's just a text you know, for me, first, this is a little secret for me. I see intentional connections with other people. 
as like going on their stories and sending like a smiley face back. Some people don't like that shit though. Some people don't like when you send them emojis and smiley faces. Why? They're just like, tell me real words. Like, have a conversation with me. And I'm just like... <laughs> see, I see the emojis. Also, I'd be lazy sometimes. <laughs> We're going back to hieroglyphs. It's, it's, it's emojis. Like, period. Period. We're going back to drawing pictures. Now, I can't... I am not going to be the one to decipher whether or not we're moving backwards or forwards with this type of communication right like is Isn't we can talk about that too is backwards forwards i mean is past, the past present and future, future are all the same thing right and time i mean we as history and school and programming gives us it's a timeline right mm-hmm. a line has a beginning and it has an end yeah right but time doesn't exactly end it's a loop what about the other lines? What about the other lines? And they can cross with those lines. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like, all right, look, all right, so if we perceive time as a line, then I think all of us have infinite lines, mm-hmm. infinite parallel possibilities, right? We can, you can think something today, mm-hmm. and then you can think something completely different tomorrow and attract something you didn't even imagine into your life tomorrow. Yeah, but also the timeline of the 3D world in your world or in the human world is different than the timeline in the natural world, but they intersect. I mean, are we, aren't we the intersection? I mean, aren't we like the, aren't we the lines that intersect with the natural timeline? And well, because we're, what would we the dive down here, be? right? Like that. Well, I guess it was made up. Yeah, we did. Yeah, but I guess it was the it was made up the nine to five schedule of work and you know the the schedule of uh, timing the timing system that is is used to kind of fuel the economy. So some would say that's like that, and then the natural time they intersect because sometimes we'll like. Like we'll plant things, and we need we need the food for us to eat, right? Mm-hmm. But then we're also doing other shit to like make, which is we could talk about that <clears throat> a whole other time. But we're making our own meats, you know what I mean? We're engineering, so yeah. but we're using this shit from the earth and resources. But like I guess people are manipulating it so that it speeds up, and I think I don't know. Looking at that. Is real. It, it, it fires me up, man. Because <laughs> I feel like the timeline of how a plant is supposed, like how a tomato is supposed to grow. I don't really know much about tomatoes, but I think I do know how the timeline of tomato grows and how we, you know, go to work, get off work, whatever we were told we were supposed to do. Whereas some would say God told the plant and the tomato to. You know, wait for water, wait for sunlight. Whether it's like waiting one minute, but see, I can talk about this forever. Right, <laughs> our, our growth in three D is defined typically like this is three D. Mm-hmm. I feel like our growth is defined by our work ethic. Damn yeah. Right, like your growth is a growth within a job. Like somebody's like, oh look, you're progressing. You must, you know, you got a raise or you got promoted right that's growth in 3d and then we get watered for that growth with a little bit of money damn like 
Yeah, that's how we grow, right? It's economic. Ugh, that kind of makes me cringe. It should. I don't like that. (laughs) It should make you cringe. Because it's disgusting. What they've done to the most powerful beings on earth, which is all of us. Yeah, I mean... I am one of those people that has uh, moments where I'm just like, I wish I could just sit in the park or sit under the sun. And just really feel the energy and the wind and the trees and hearing the birds and knowing that there is all of these natural elements playing with one another. And then that's how I receive the things that I need, the things that I want. Because I want that and need that in the first place. So. What's your favorite element of Earth? Oh my gosh, I'm a Taurus. I'm a Taurus sun. So I feel like that's a big question. And I'm a Virgo rising. That's a really big question. I want to say, I mean, first of all, I want to learn more elements because there's more than just fire, water, air, and land, soil. Well, let's talk about... It's more than that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be just that. I'm saying like, all right, (laughs) how about just those then? How about I am okay. saying just that? And when you go are. outside, yeah, you go outside and you go to the park, what are you most, what are you looking for the most? Damn. What hits you the deepest? Okay, of- can I say deepest? All right, let's go deep. I have been having reoccurring dreams about being near rivers and oceans and water, large bodies of water. And it's like, I'm being called back to the water because I'm in the desert. Now, I've been in the desert for a while. I haven't been back to Maryland in three years. It's been three years, so it's calling me. But I think my favorite, like, I always think about where I want to live in the future, you know what I mean? And it's like, I want to be somewhere where it has all of the elements. You know what I mean? Like a beach, and then you got trees and land little further up but there's also like mountains and sand you know and I think there's places like that you know like we can go to California and it'll be it'll be like we get beaches there and then trees and land and soil so I I would still say that I think my favorite my favorite might, for now, it might change. My favorite is probably soil, like land, mm. earth, because it's cool and it's dark and there's water in it, kind of like you know what I mean. It holds water. And I've per- I've personally witnessed this too on a hike walk, where you've taken your shoes off and buried your feet in the soil to feel the connection. Oh yeah. <laughs> That, and that to me works. Hippie shit. Just kidding. Yeah. That, that to me works because you know you're planted from from yeah. you know every resource that flows within us is is of earth. So it only makes sense that burying your feet into the foundation would give you a, a energetic connection, right? Yeah. Like a flow. Yeah, it's super powerful. I love it. For me, it's wind. Wind. The air. I, yeah and you know what it wasn't always that like i really came into that with with meditation 
when I, we started really concentrating on how breathing works and mm. just appreciating the air without it we have not like without it I feel like we don't have anything same with water yeah you know what be petty on the elements real quick why yo what <laughs> there's no fire that's in us like technically oh that's a challenge I want to find it I mean, the fire within us is a... It's an imaginative fire, though. It's not like a hot fire. It's non-physical. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The water in us is physical. The oxygen, the air within us is is there. Can't you make... Don't you need air to make fire? A fire does need oxygen. There you go. But it's earth and air. I was Well, I was actually just thinking about and we're so insane because I was just thinking about Sagittarius. You're Sag moon. Yeah. Your moon is Sag. I am a Libra moon. But Libra is air. So, so maybe I, that's your favorite. I I'm your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your favorite. That's why air is your favorite element. Yeah, my moon can't that's exist moon. without your moon. Right. Technically, that's that's wow. I would love to look into that a little more. That's gotta be a way how like all of the uh, the signs sort of meet each other. Yeah, we should rabbit hole that. They complement each other. Complement or require. Yeah, let's rabbit hole that because I feel like. I wonder. I right, look. Here's the vision I'm getting right now: is all the constellations in the sky, right, mm-hmm. and. I wonder if some of them are like, if they bicker. Yo, yes. Yo, because all it would take is like Libra, right? Air to be like, yeah. Sorry, Sag. (laughs) Sorry, Sagittarius. Not gonna blow any oxygen on you today. Like, you know what I mean? Like, good luck burning without me. You know what I mean? Like, over there, or if they're just above it all and they know everything and they're almighty, divine. That's funny. Rise above all that conflict. Uh, yeah, and they're giving they're giving us a, like their energy and seeing how we do with it. So they're just watching us, judging us, Dang. and they're seeing how we play around and interact with their energy. I really don't want to manifest this as an experiment. I hate. All right, look, people. Oh my gosh, the theory that we're just an experiment, right? Yeah. I I hate that. Dang. Like, they're just up there oh, just poking yeah. at us. I don't like, think it's an experiment. Same. I think it's just... Yeah, never mind. It probably is an experiment. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it, but, all right, look. If it is an experiment, then I feel like that it's our own experiment. Like, I, yeah. I chose this experiment for me. This is my... Exactly. This time diving down in this body or whatever to have this experience was like, I had maybe I hadn't done this before. Or maybe I've done it all and I'm here to do something different. But, you know, that kind of is representative in 3D economic culture where we choose to sign up for things that we haven't experienced before because we want to. Or, like, what benefits do you think that it would we would have diving down here? The benefit is to learn and ascend, right, and have experienced it. Getting the experience is the, is the benefit for us, so that's why we choose to sign up for it. But in 3D world, it's like you sign up for a job because of the benefits of whatever. 
Yeah, I but mean, I guess it's like you have to have had done it before. I wonder if, like, would anyone sign up for a lot of the three D things they sign up for if we weren't so lazy and reading contracts? Like, would anybody sign up for Gmail if they were like, if you know, it oh, was like front page it? and big thing? Yeah, they were gonna oh. steal all your information, sell your data. Um, mm. Look through all your stuff, and if you ever get in trouble, all of, none of it belongs to you anyway, and we can just give it over to the police. You know, I like how you brought that up because that's a whole other conversation. I don't even know where we're at, but uh, I know we went from talking about the star gods to because uh, Gmail email was one of the first social like mm-hmm. communication tools, social thing, media things. It was yeah. email. It was I like the I like the concept of email because. You get to send media, like short, medium, long length messages and information to people with, you can attach a file, a longer one. You can ta- attach a photo, a picture, or sound. So it includes like all of these elements. Honestly, I feel like the greatest age of technology that I've experienced, I've, I'm 27, so I've probably experienced because. Because at the age, so at 94, the th- all of the technology that they've made up to them, I kind of low-key had access to. Mm. That's what we would assume, right? Yeah. So I think, but the greatest time of like usage and based on what I learned and, and what was available would probably be like 2008. Mm. I think 2008 was a pretty good time because people were expressing themselves online on YouTube, but it wasn't like... It wasn't like extremely popular. Yeah. Not that I, 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 I didn't even see remember, it. like when YouTube was like a thing. I don't know for like for me as far as like the social aspect of technology started with with MySpace. Yeah. And then, I remember a bunch of people went over to Facebook, and I wouldn't. I miss MySpace. I, here's what I here's everything the only I want to do with Zona as a brand is I would love MySpace now, if pe- if it was like a way to engage with a bunch of people too. I like MySpace because you can have music playing on your website. MySpace was petty, yo. Petty? Yeah, you had a you had all right. So you click on your page, yeah. right, and then you have a top eight friend list. Oh yeah. That was mad petty. And then it was like people, I remember in school, people walking around talking, bragging oh, about whose top eight they were on. I forgot about that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that's I where it kind of took like that. a turn, you know, because the top eight was like all anyone, in my opinion, was talking about. Because I don't really remember being able oh. to post anything. Uh-huh. Like it wasn't like you had, it's not like, it wasn't like Twitter or a what's on your mind thing. Like you had... I don't remember having conversations with people on MySpace. I just had a MySpace with a top eight. And then you had friends. So MySpace is no longer in existence? I, you know, I don't know. I was listening to a podcast not that long ago, and it was a conspiracy podcast, and they were doing it on MySpace so that because it wasn't, it's not as monitored because no one's mm. on it. Oh, true, so oh, no, true. So nobody's on it. So they all had MySpace accounts. Oh, true, oh, true. Right, but they and it was just for them to have a conversation and like and then it turned into a podcast. And then obviously you have to mm-hmm. move from MySpace at some at some point if you want your podcast to get traction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they were talking about like 
conspiracy stuff. You know what I mean? So it was like it's a way to to kind of beat the Google algorithm by going to an older platform. You know, on my MySpace, I posted a lot. It was a lot of music. Cause did you have music playing in your background? Yeah. What was your song? Do you remember? Um, I think I had like a pink song. Pink. Yeah, I definitely had a pink. Or um, walk it out. (laughs) 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 Who? who? Um. Yeah, walk it out. Yeah, one of those songs. And um, I like I I like the idea of it because it didn't feel like we were sharing a whole lot. Why is it nowadays? It feels like we're sharing so much. Like even though it's low key the same basic features as what we had before on other sites. Right. Now I just feel like. It's just in your face. It's just so much information, you know? Yeah, and it's, look, information can come from anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. It's just information. Mm-hmm. True or false, it's still information. Like, it's just information. Yeah. And then it's up to us to discern. But I feel like now, like you said, like, it's, there's so much sharing and it's right in your face. But, this is kind of goes back to what we got to earlier. Like, I you could see something really sad going on in someone's life on Twitter or on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. And be like, all right, I've seen a million posts like this. Damn, it's desensitizing. It's desensitizing, every, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. somebody could really be going through something, and you could be at the house like, that's probably a bot, or they just did that for likes, or you know what I'm saying, or they're just looking for attention. Like, it's so easy yeah. to go there now mentally. Mm-hmm. Right, because if you dive like, if we were to, if I was to dive in and be empathetic to every single thing I saw on Twitter, I would never be able to leave the house. Yeah, yeah, that is a good point right there. That is a good point. But I mean, how I'm seeing this is a frequency of seeing those um, triggers. Maybe if you see it more frequently than. It it's like easier to see, so it's not like a complete shocker or a complete, you know. I want to say like, what the words that's coming to me right now is a wake up call, like a complete wake up call. Outside of your reality, there's things going on outside of your reality, and then your your body is kind of like naturally receptive where you're going to you want to do something about it so it's like a call to action like it it ignites a flame in you to do something but since we see it so frequently you know our reaction time is slower because we see it often we don't see anyone doing anything about it we're also consumed and caught up in our own lives and the things that we're doing so there's no push to move or to assist you know or it's like the normal comfort zone to, you know, send them, oh, my thoughts and my prayers, you have my condolences. Or something, you know, basic, like. Right. And I don't yeah. want to, because I've done this before in the past, where I've responded to things like that and just said something to say something. Not without any intention of actually caring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's, and why would anyone do that? Just to get likes, responses, heart clicks? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but... Like, oh, look, I got 50 likes on my response to this. Now I feel good. Oh, like, I see what you're saying. Like, why would they post it knowing that that's what they're looking for? Or no, oh, that's well, not that effect. Like, it's not affecting them that much. Right. They're just posting it for attention. Possibly. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, attention. That's a big part of social media nowadays. It's a huge part. So that's that's like, the only... The only intention of why it exists <laughs> is to s- gather, steal, control, manipulate, and, and you it keeps know, us harvest people's attention. Yeah, and it keeps us comparing our lives to other people. Yeah. It keeps you in comparison, and it, it knocks you down, or it motivates you, or whatever, but it keeps you in comparison. Yeah. I'm, I'm moving the chair around. <laughs> oh, I was like, what, is, what is that face? Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, compare, they say, they say, I saw a meme online. It was like, compare to this, the thief of joy. And it is because when you're spending that energy comparing, there's no energy spent in actually feeling the joy or actually trying to like experience or, more joy. Yeah, or pursuing what you want to do. Like your focus is on yeah. what someone else is doing. That's taking time away from from your focus on yourself and, and pursuit of your own happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I, all right, before we, before we shut this down, I do I have a question for everyone out there, and I just want to know if any fellas out there have ever turned their their partner's uh, red receipts on on their <laughs> on their text messages. Because look, if if I'm trying to talk about something and I'm and and it says on there that you've read the message and you're actively ignoring if i don't see the three little bubbly dots that you're at least typing something all right look there there's a I'm just wait <laughs> do the bubbly dots come with the raid receipts no i got bubbly dots when it wasn't a raid. when it wasn't oh okay i don't know if that's just an iphone thing too like i don't sure. i don't remember getting that on android i don't either but yeah i I feel like, oh, that's what you're thinking about? Like, <laughs> no, kidding. no, I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh, I don't know, maybe... Maybe I was just looking for the the return of respect. I have mine on. Um, you, so you can yeah. see. Yeah, I mean, it's not an issue for me, you know. Um, <laughs> the partner, as myself says that it is not an issue really but also like <laughs> now i feel like i'm being watched like i know <laughs> like <laughs> like i know someone's reading what i'm saying well obviously you are it's to you so i obviously you're gonna read it right. but seeing red like who first of all who thought of putting that there Right, and all right, look. How did they come to this? And this can go back into (laughs) what we were talking about before. That's their, um, how is it, like enticing our Mm. engagement. Oh, damn. Right? Like, oh, they read it, now you're back on your phone. Because I feel like the the whole objective is to keep us on the phone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I I don't know if you watch Social Dilemma or whatever, but, and I think I... I think I made you and you were highly uninterested. And it was, um, 
Well, it was more like it was stuff you already knew. But it's like the whole object is to keep us on the phone. Yeah. So if, and when they were talking about like when they were making Facebook and it was like, um, okay, he hasn't touched the phone in like two hours, send him a notification that so-and-so is nearby. Send him a, a notification that it's so-and-so's birthday. Send him a notification that, yeah. you know, whatever, just posted something, right? And that gets you, boom, that's connected. Boom, you're right on the phone. And I used to trip out, yo, because when I first woke up, right? Because one of the first things you, I feel like you do, like, when you wait, is you disconnect to reconnect, right? Like, you disconnect from, you basically unplug, no more, like, you turn off the TV, you... You stop using your phone so much and you kind of just go outside and connect with earth and you just, you get a whole different type of connection with something that you can't feel, touch, see. Yeah. Right? And it's, it's like, um, them keeping our engagement is the only thing keeping these big companies alive. Like, we're, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, you know what I was thinking about when you said that? Yeah. I was thinking about the fact that the only reason why they can even tell you that it's so-and-so's birthday or so-and-so is nearby is because they're putting that information in there in the first place. They that information. So they're the, like the middleman. They're using the, all of our data. Yeah, I put a fake birthday in on my MySpace. I was 101. Huh. 101 years old on MySpace. And it was a fake birthday, too, because because of that. Damn. Because I was like, why? Why? I just want to have a top eight. Like, <laughs> how do I gotta give them all this information? That's crazy. And then it's disguised for our benefit, right? Because they'll go, you know, like if you go somewhere, like say you go to Starbucks and ask you for your birthday, and it's because oh, on your birthday you get something free. Fruit. We'll send yeah. you something on your birthday. Let me get are you. When you go to sign up for like a rewards program at a grocery store, mm -hmm. they need your email, your address, your birthday, like yeah. your gender. Yeah. And it's like, I, I thought this was for discount. Yeah, exactly. Like, cause they also, oh, thing, thing, they also sell your information. They're selling it and they're profiting off of your information to other companies so that they can keep sending you more things. And I think they target countries. specific that too. That's deep. Yeah, and they target people, like specific people. Like, I wonder how much of our information, like China, demands. Right, they're the ones making all of our all of our products. Right, most of our products, yeah, most of the stuff in everyone's house is made in China. Yeah, and it's like I wonder how much of our data do they require in order to keep pushing a certain amount of products. Yeah. Probably a lot because they're making a lot of money off of you. All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for joining us in this spiel of um, small rabbit hole. Small talk. Small talk. Small talk, rabbit hole. I wanted to say like brainstorm of ideas. I was just thinking because we were kind of like. Yeah. It here. was a nice little flow on this beautiful Sunday. Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day. Yeah. Sunday fun day. <laughs> a little peek into the rabbit holing of Starflow. Right. And it gets so much deeper. We're going to have to dive into some of these things. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean... But see, here's our problem. We get sidetracked. Both of us get sidetracked really fast, I believe. Like, 
we can talk about one thing and then we like seriously. Mm-hmm. From, yeah. From big tech companies to star gods to manifestation. Yeah. And then MySpace. That concludes this podcast. We'd like to thank you guys for tuning in, listening to us banter. (laughs) See you next time. Peace and love.